What is going on, everybody? Thanks for joining me. I am Luke Degan, your host, and today we're going to be interviewing Thomas Parkinson. He is a seven-figure Amazon seller, so sold over one million online within twelve months. That's how I kind of uh, designate that that uh, status. And he is currently living in Mexico. He's a UK base. Well, he was. He's from the UK, like me. Uh, I live in Lithuania. He's even come out to visit me. He did a little like road trip around, uh, visiting you know like-minded entrepreneurs, which is really cool. Uh, lives in Mexico, living the lifestyle of a digital nomad. He, he literally just you know travels around different cities, different countries. He's been living in Vietnam for many years, and it's just a nice perspective to get rather than someone that's you know maybe in the the grind trying to set up multiple businesses he has multiple businesses himself don't get me wrong he has over 50 five zero virtual assistants that work for him across his businesses and so this is really going to be an awesome episode to add to the abundance of uh knowledge that we're getting from from this podcast series so hopefully you enjoy it and stay tuned Hello and welcome. So today we're actually joined by Tom Parkinson. Uh, do you want to you know, introduce yourself to the people that might be listening today? Cool. Okay. Uh, so my name is Tom or Thomas Parkinson. I don't really mind. And I, um, oh my God, what am I? I'm an Amazon seller predominantly, as we say. I, I run three businesses. Uh, one we sell in the UK, and we've just broken the one million pound mark in the last twelve months. Hashtag Con- congratulations, Tom! <laughs> Thank you so much. So Amazon seller in the UK—that's good. Uh, I've also started selling in the USA. We've done like the seven thousand dollar mark. Way. Um, so just getting started on that. That's been a couple of months now. And then also as well, I run another service called Fast Track FBA, which is about helping Amazon sellers um, in their businesses, and we do a couple of like, services for that. Um, probably across all three companies i have like 50 vas like 55 now i think and then also as well me personally right now i'm currently in mexico city but i really enjoy traveling and just having freedom and like making most of life so everything's online i work remote um, and i've been doing this whole should we say entrepreneurial lifestyle for about four years uh, and i talk a bit about it on my youtube fast track fba that's it yeah, that's a little bit about me oh i'm 35 and i'm from england I thought, I thought you were going to designate. Where are you actually from? And I forgot where you're from now. Southampton. In, in England. Yeah, I, know, I normally just say Oh, London yeah, sorry. I was like, I don't know why I haven't remembered people, that. Yeah, Southampton. Oh, yeah, because you went to, was it Barton Peville or I just made that up? My God, so, yes, so you did. Vincent, no, okay, How do you up. know that? Well, you told me something somewhere. <laughs> 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 no, it doesn't matter. Yeah, so that was actually, how many, you said you got three businesses, right? Did you say you have three businesses? That's correct. Do you yeah. not like see some of them, you know, like, for example, your software and then say VA hiring as like Mm -hmm. separate I know it's probably within the same business but you know but you don't need if one didn't exist you would still have the other so maybe I maybe that's income streams maybe maybe I should maybe I should have because one of the questions was actually before we went into that what how many income streams do you have okay Uh, interesting so I mean you you could uh, but let me give you another example so like you know in that we have a in the fast track FBA we have a VA hiring service also we have a lead service and we have a lead service to UK and USA so under your definition you could break them down into three like businesses but then also mm, as well like yeah. what's your definition of that your definition is because it generates income and then you could be like well actually what if i just had a pdf that i sold for five dollars that would be another business by that definition so it's about interpretation and for me i look at it as in like physical entities 
So three physical entities, while certain entities might have more than one income stream. Yeah. That's perfectly fine. Yeah, I call it three. Yeah, that's one thing I sometimes think. It's like, I say that I, well, I don't even know what I say, but I kind of say, yeah, no, I probably do. I, I say I, I predominantly do online business or online e-coms, but I guess I don't just get money from one thing. I, I do find it difficult to, because some, sometimes when people, like a guy asked me the other day, oh, so what do you do? And I'm like, how, you know, what's the, I still battle with the, what's the perfect way. Do I just say, oh, no, I, you know, I'm an e-com seller. Like, keep it simple. There's no other explanation. <laughs> there's nothing else really inquired. Or do I, sometimes I'm like, yeah, but I do, it's like, how do I, apart from like it's a simple. half hour conversation. <laughs> keep it simple. Like, um, there's a, there's a thing which is, uh, I, I'm a big believer in anyone can make something complex. It takes someone a lot of effort to keep things simple. Like, what do you do? I literally just say, I buy on Amazon. I'm an Amazon seller. I do the arbitrage model. I buy from Walmart. For ten dollars, and I sell on Amazon for twenty. That's it. Hmm. Interesting. And that's going to yeah, yeah I, I guess as simple so. as possible. Maybe it's maybe it's also down to like ego or something. You know, like it, it sounds cool to say you run like uh, or like whatever you want to call it. You know, it's, it sounds better when you say, "Oh yeah, I run like four businesses because I get four incomes or something." You know, <laughs> but then even, <laughs> even on Amazon, you get cash back. Is that another business? I don't think it is. It's a sub, as a result of the first business, but it's another income stream. Oh yeah, it's yeah, it's like when I do like you know I get do some affiliate stuff and I do like coaching on and I do and it's like well really they all come through one for you yeah. know I didn't sell on Amazon I wouldn't have any of it and so maybe it's just the same thing i think you're just making things too complex and i always come back to kiss k-i-s-s keep it simple stupid and i am stupid i'm stupid for making things too complex make it easy mm, interesting so do you have any maybe you don't want to disclose it here but do you have any future business goals that either you have in the pipeline maybe or that you think you know in my life i want to give that a shot um i kind of look at it a bit differently like uh, obviously, I operate in the Amazon ecosystem. I operate in the Amazon world, and it's an amazing world. And I and I love it because there's a lot of opportunity for people. Whether it be you know, like let's say a nurse, you know, a mother just wants to earn some money, you know, like an extra hundred dollars a month, or or you know, someone wants to go do seven figures, for example. Uh, and and it's and and I actually genuinely believe that you know, people talk about like, oh, how long is the Amazon business model going to last? You're like. Amazon might not, but the whole arbitrage business will get bigger and bigger and bigger. Like you go back to, you know, eBay, you know, my God, it's just grown. And, you know, even look at Amazon, like 50% of their revenues from third party sellers and FBA represents a huge proportion of that. So um, it's going to keep going. So for me, at a fundamental level is the fact that I really enjoy that space, but I enjoy helping people. Um, and I'm, what I'm really trying to do is look for opportunities or to say things that you can just make that easier, like selling on Amazon easier, whether, you know, whether it be through services or education, that's fine. Um, but when you're talking about like business goals, me, I don't know, like setting up, not that you want to probably do this, but like, you know, set up, set up your own bar or something in the future, like, I, some dream you've had and you thought. I used to be a bar manager and I went you've got the money and you're not, it's more like for, yeah, I, I remember that's why, I, that's probably I why I wanted to do it. Uh -huh. Yeah, I think. I think the question is, is what do I want? Um, and again, it comes down to your personal values. For me, I just want freedom. So building a company which forces me to work more is like my idea of hell. So like my companies are online. They're always run by, by other teams and I don't need to be there. So continuing to, you know, what's my dream? My dream is to solve problems, have fun, travel the world and just have freedom. That's it. Um, it isn't probably like I need to be an eight-figure seller. Like that doesn't interest me. Um, so yeah, I don't think I have any like big aspirational goals do i want to keep building yeah 
like definitely we're hiring like i think it's probably like five vas a month at the moment it's like crazy um and that's all that's not just like sources at all different levels so um we're growing mm. fast and it's but that's only because we see a need for it and we see an opportunity to, to improve but i'm not so much like this is where we need to be i think it's it's the value that we believe in like we want to help more more people and how do we do that we do it by doing this not i need to be an eight-figure business does that answer you does that help it's a bit of a weird answer well you can say what we want only because like when i was this is like someone not that this is work but when i was younger i think i must have been like 12 30 something like that like computers were like the rage they hadn't just, well they kind of just come out maybe a couple of years before uh the pretty bulky and i used to play like diablo the first game on it or something and like you could like have a friend around and connect with a wire it was like you know and my dream when i was a kid was to have my own computer store in fairham shopping center like like like, you know remember what was it like was it dixon's yeah used to have like a lot of computers yeah yeah, yeah, that was my dream and now that probably would be you could do it um not that you know you could physically go and do it but it's obviously not viable but there are other things i thought you know if i, yeah, if I had the money would i want to like cause I, I like i love tennis so i was like oh wouldn't it be cool to like set up my own tennis academy and i'm not looking to potentially make money from it It'd just be cool to like it's just to do something that i like like you know that 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 i would enjoy like doing and even you know if it fails it fails it doesn't matter it's like a bit of like a not a passion well you can sort of see it as that a passion project or a hobby project or whatever because you you've got the money to start to venture into areas which aren't really even working because they're just yeah. things you like that's that's more what i was like just wondering um yeah if, if you yeah. haven't if it's not about that as in you have you, cause you, you kind of mentioned that it's not really about that for you you just want to make things simple and enjoy lives which so it might not even apply but you know yeah i think you know i, I i'm a big believer in keeping simple um i i'm a, i'm a personally i'm a constant conflict the one hand of me wants to keep things simple and live a nice easy life and on the other hand is when i have a nice easy life and i have time i start finding things i want to do and then the ambitious side of me makes them happen so that what do i do i keep making more and more work for myself like yesterday i started like 5 a.m and i finished at midnight so you know like (laughs) it's a balance so sometimes too much and then sometimes you know you can calm it down and really relax but i'd never want to be like what what do you think you'll do like no sorry go on carry on um but i never want to be like needed like if I'm needed to in my business, then that's a problem because I am I can work so hard, but also as well I can be as lazy as anything. So I and for me I just you know like we talk about like what do you want to achieve and it's like fundamental level I just want to help people you know I just like helping people that's cool but you know how do I do that I do that through Amazon um, and, and just through education and and you know the services we provide and and I just want to have fun that's it really I just want to come to work every day have fun I want to travel the world have fun um, I, I think I'm very much like one of you these you want to go to work every day and step just step out of your uh, comfort zone <laughs> just to step out of your uh, <laughs> you know, it's um, like... onto your balcony I meant like just you just step onto your balcony and work. <laughs> but so many people have like you know and it's it's absolutely fine we're all in this you know we all have our own lives and live it and i think um a lot of people were like i need to like i don't know make a seven-figure business i need to do this i want to build this brand and for me it's like I don't want that. I don't want that. That isn't my thing. My thing is like every day I just want to wake up. I want to feel fulfilled. I want to have an enjoyable life. I want to make a difference to the world. And I want to be happy. Like I'm very much one of these like millennials who like, I just want to enjoy my life. But if I can do that, earning good money and make it an impact, fantastic. 
absolutely fantastic. I am a millennial. I got. Do you I'm think a you've got like a, um, have a, have a toast? Do you think you've got like a a plan for the future? Do you think that will come a point and you'll think that's like I don't want to. I want to not. Maybe it's not. You won't classify it as retirement. Do you think you have anything like that? Do you have like an end an end point where you think you know what? At some point, I'll uh, pack it in, get the yacht, and. <laughs> hey, it's really interesting because um, there's a book I read, "Built to Sell." Um, you know, people always talk about like build a business that has value. Um, but Amazon businesses inherently, if you're doing arbitrage, don't have value. They have income, but they don't have value. It's not like a product you can sell. And I, and I kind of thought about that, like, do, should I create a business whereby it has value and I can sell it? And my question is, is like, if you're going in, uh, and it's a balancing act all the time, but if I'm going into a business whereby I want to get out of it, then as in like, I want nothing else to do, then my question is, is like, why am I going into it in the first place? You know, it, you know is the, the, the old saying, that if you do what you love you never work a day in your life and my thing is is like if i can mm. build a business whereby i don't really need to be there and it runs without me then like why would i ever want to sell it like i just love and also if i love doing what i do fantastic so maybe it's a bit stupid of me maybe i should be building something that i can sell um that has value and i can go sit on the yacht but like you know and the question i'd always ask everyone is like you know i read these sometimes you know if, if i gave you 10 million today cash or you had the option of i don't know a hundred thousand pound guaranteed every year for the rest of your life what would you take and you'd be like probably take hundred thousand because that's guaranteed and i knew that i could just spend whatever i want and i keep going so and, and i've learned this through like my life and just like uh, education and also like rich dad poor dad and a couple of games i play by you know income is far more powerful than cash and at the end of the day i come back to my values internally i just want to have fun i don't want pressure when i've got 10 million in the bank it's great but i know there's no more money coming in and i've got to convert that money into income because it's just going to keep going down and down and down but if i have a hundred thousand every month or a year i'm like cool yeah. no stress it's just i remember speaking to my nan about this on the train not that my nan's gonna really understand what i'm saying but i said to her well i guess she's she was like eight she was like 75 so she probably saw the, the question differently to how i was trying to you know portray it i said nan if i could give you a million pounds now but that's it you have a million quid you don't know how to make any more money because i haven't done any i've just given you the money or i teach you how to make a million but you have no you have no money now so i've taught you how to make a million and you can't and that and those whatever that, that you yeah, know that will lead to generating a million then you could do it again they get or I'll give you it and she was like oh i'll take the million now i was like well first i just did a calculation and was like okay well how much could i give myself over the next like 50 years with a million and it wasn't that great and i was like yeah, no nah, i can't i said i can't i can't let me just do it now i'm actually curious i forgot what it's it like, was it's not much like maybe it's like twenty five thousand pound like... yeah it sounds about right so it was about so how old was i say 30 40 50 let's just say 40 years yeah 40 years so 70 so now to you 70 i can only spend you do 25 you grand you gotta do it till you die you die like 90 life expectancy what's that admittedly years. there's like, yeah, like interest six... on the million but go on how much it's like 16 thousand five hundred pounds yeah it's like it's nothing it's it's like you could live off it yeah but you know it's basically like a minimum wage style job i mean give or take you know it's it's not minimum wage of course it's you know it's it's about that so it's like but then you couldn't do anything else with it so you could you'd have to have enough you'd have to have a job on top of that pretty much because you you couldn't invest and save you couldn't do anything with that money if you were just living off that and so i was like obviously she was like 75 so she's probably like well of course i'm gonna take the money (laughs) but i was like yeah but if i teach you how to do it then you can go and do it and then if you fuck up and lose the money or it blows you can just do it again <laughs> like like you can generate recurring millions but like a lot of people would be like of course I'll take the million like I've, i just kind of said it 
and then I did the calculations just to annoy her. I was like, Nan, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't even live off this. So like, I was just trying to muck around with it. But yeah, it was. In, but most people would say, of course, because a lot of people don't know how to do much. Do, well, they don't know how to do anything except go to their jobs, mm. uh, and therefore, of course, they're going to take the million because they have nothing else that they could. There is, yeah, there's no options. There is, they, they haven't got even a choice almost um, because their skills are in that specific job, and and that's it. They haven't got that job. They got nothing. Yeah, and also you got to think she's seventy five. She doesn't have the. the t- she's not looking at the same timelines as you are her horizon is probably a little bit smaller than yours i mean hers is probably like let's just say 15 years 66 and a half grand but but for her considering she's probably living off like i don't know what she's living off but she's obviously living off less with the pension and stuff like that uh like she's just by herself you know so she doesn't she might go and go in for, for lunch or breakfast and go to the cinema and <laughs> 66 grand that like, you could do a lot with considering there's no tax or anything it's just like you could just spend that right off so yeah, i guess yeah it's an interesting question um i don't know one thing i i said kind of of like i think it was five years ago i'm 35 now and i was 30 it's like what am i trying to achieve i'm trying to achieve you know one thing as i said to myself and i still kind of believe it now but it's not such a big issue that i'm trying what i understand is that right now my thought processes are influenced by my environment and what does that mean it means while i'm running a seven-figure business and i have three businesses i still have to pay the bills at the end of the day i still have to make money and as a result my decisions are have a anchoring in that need to survive you know, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. You know, it's like, yeah, I don't need to worry about, I don't need to worry right now, but I know that if I did nothing for the next two years, I would then probably need to worry. So I have a, my decisions are based on that requirement and I'm aware of that. So the question I'm asking, the question I ask myself is, first of all, get to a position whereby you have enough passive income that you no longer need to worry about survival. And then you will ask the real question, what do I really want? And if that means I want to go sit on a beach in the south of France and paint paintings for the rest of my life, and that's going to make me happy, then fantastic. But I know that I can do that because I don't need to worry about money and i'm not saying like super rich i'm talking like you know 2300 pounds 2000 pounds a month that's it just pay the bills live survive mm. but you don't ever have to worry about that because you have investments that are going to make it for you and then you start asking the real question what do i really want and and also your risk tolerance increases because you don't have to worry about survival yeah it's like you know it's been something i thought about for ages but people always talk you know like even a girlfriend will say it to me she go oh why don't you get a proper career you know or why don't you you know and people like yeah these comments were like fly around every so often like from family members maybe like back in the day or something and it's like why would i want a career like i always say like why do you want to work like you know what and why would you want to even like if you could because i always thought if if a you know imagine like the comparison of you laying now this oh yeah this is how i used to do it but you could apply it to the same the same principle i used to say if you had money which doesn't have to be like i'm a billionaire it just means you've got enough money to do all the things you want to do is basically what i'm trying to get at yeah yep. um or you have to work a job and you pay the bills but you don't really have any and it takes you you know years to save for something and then you can get you can get stuff but it takes you so long to do anything you never really do all the things you want to do because you, it just takes so long to ever save the money to do it and you're laying on your deathbed and you're both the same person like it's literally the same person apart from one of them has had the money to go and do everything they want to do and the other one has done some of that stuff that they want to do but it it's not being fulfilled to the same level. And it's like, and then comparing the two people, they're the same person, but it's like that one constraint could make the whole thing completely different, even though they are the same person. But it's just that one aspect of you have, you know, the money side, which is 
it's like to talking about you know do you when you don't have to work then you can actually it's like if everyone in the world didn't have to work let's just say we replaced them with like androids for now and we basically got that income from that android like you know like a universal basic income like across the, the world like whatever that that bottom line was and then you could do like let you could do whatever later but you at least had that to live and it's like then you can start to have that level one at the moment most people have like level zero thought process which is like they're surviving going to work tomorrow paying the bills repeat you know there's there's not any real more like sort of in, like thought thought process that goes through a lot of people's minds and then and at least you have that time then to you know actually go right okay so what i'm 35 or 30 whatever you are 25 30 40 and it's like okay so what now you know you actually have like that time just to sit back and think okay so and i always thought you know who knows if i'm gonna do it i thought oh wouldn't it be interesting to you know maybe do six months of like jujitsu or something um every, like not maybe not every day because i'll be absolutely annihilated but you know like three times a week or you know just i might not and i might hate it like i might i might do it for two months and absolutely think you know this is i hate i literally hate it i'm not doing it but like just trying things out like maybe i want to learn instruments and sometimes like for me i find that i don't really know what i want and i gotta just kind of like try things and sort of like, like a blind man sort of feeling the wall for the door eventually you'll find the door and you can go through it but you gotta like spend a lot of time sort of on the walls trying to find the door and i'm kind of like that it's like well you know i i roughly know what i like but I, also I, there's probably a lot of things that i don't know that i like as well you know like that i've never tried and i, I thought that would be a cool thing or like even if you just start it off little like little by little so you know half a day every day so you just work half a day the other half you focus on like nothing to do with work just and actually also as an experiment it would be interesting because in, in your mind you might be thinking oh i should be working because it's like, I think you know, for me, I, I think if it's the daytime, the girlfriend's working, everyone's working, <laughs> I should be working at least the nine to five hours when you're probably by yourself. It's not, you know, like as in you don't live with anyone else. Like you're by yourself at the moment, I yeah, I live with own. anyone. Yeah, I'm on my own. You probably don't have that quite that same thing, but I still think you know, just just for the basics of like you know, like my prep centers, UK nine to five or whatever. So there's, there's still, I'm still kind of in that mindset. Um, but I thought that'd be really an interesting experiment as well to see if would the business really suffer or would it? Maybe it would, maybe it wouldn't, or maybe it would a little. You know, like it'd be interesting to actually see like what you get out of it compared to what you lose, or maybe you don't lose anything if you set it up right, and or maybe you like double down on the time that you do work because you know that you're only doing half day so you focus like you know three times stronger but yeah like i, I thought maybe that would be something that i want to do even even go back to uni uh maybe not my uni but like go and do a master's or something in some sort of like international business or i don't know whatever whatever tickles my fancy at the time or something um just to just to add things to the uh, you know knowledge almost you know just get, to gain more understanding and knowledge in things that i just don't know yeah, yes. you're talking like um, you know, coming back to your your deathbed thing. It's uh, interesting. It's not about money. It's not at all. It's about how we lived our lives. And and what what do I probably mean by that? And what do I how I perceive it? Should we say is like how what we've done with our lives. You know, people talk about like, would you rather have a holiday or an iPhone? And you're like, well, you know, like I'd rather have an experience because you know, I remember mm. that for life. Whereas the iPhone is just gonna be like cool, and then three days later I'm bored. Um, uh, you know, a life of an adventure or experience, a, a life full of you know, experience or a life full of materialistics don't get me wrong some people are really happy with materialism that's fine like each to their own and it's not my place to judge them you know and i think it's really important to understand what you want and who you are so you know for me and i, I really understand that it's like my god if i earn less money doing my entrepreneurial lifestyle but it means i can go live in a cheaper country fantastic and i have more options 
fantastic. Um, you know, again, it's about living your life on your terms. And I strongly believe with the advent of modern technology, and it's only getting more and more and more and more, more entrepreneurs, more opportunities available now than ever before, and will increasingly get more opportunity to live a life on your own terms. You know, even with the advent of COVID and people having jobs, remote work is now becoming more commonplace. You know, I'm meeting people in Mexico City who work for US companies. Um, so yeah. the world is changing and it's up to us to, to you know, take advantage of it. Or do we do what you talked about as well? Do I still have to work the nine to five, even if I'm at home? You're like, if that's a requirement of the job, maybe. But these are called, these are social constructs that, you know, that are created in our world and, and we, we abide by them because it's just the norm but interesting enough as entrepreneurs or what should we say as people we should really question them because a lot of times our decisions are based on those assumptions and interesting enough those assumptions actually lead us to miss out on opportunities it might be the case that like for example me i work from like 5 a.m in the morning till like midday and then i have the rest of the day to go and enjoy and then a lot of the time i still work in the evening but it might be the case that i decide to wake up early and do that or you can change your working hours again living life on your terms it doesn't have to be how society does it you can work weekends matter. you work night times fine actually i i, I read a this is, I, it's a, surprisingly i read a book called i've probably mentioned it i've mentioned it before but I don't know if you remember it's called like the uh, what's it called entrepreneurs revolution or something okay. and actually in it, it's quite an old well old it's like 15 10 15 years old and actually in it and this is the book that I read before, kind of like when I was looking getting started with Amazon and it literally talks about its path it, it's moving from into the next phase basically of entrepreneurs all based around small niche teams so and they're all and, and it's literally a, a, like a core bunch of like five or six people one's going to be for this one's like you know one's creating director obviously you have to change it depending on the business but one's the finance director one's the managing and, and you basically have a core set of people that do all of the that, that cover everything and that is and it's like you you work remotely from different places around the world you literally maybe meet up once a month or once every you know it's you meet up just a little bit here and there just to sort of get everything going but apart from that it's all remote mm-hmm. and it just talks about like having really strong everything so that like the business is so neat i mean niche to an extent it's not like broad but i but but as i'm starting to do this um you know as, as things like with covid with a lot of people starting businesses more and more these days and with like remote working i just i just thought maybe it is like transitioning almost back to the old days because i because entrepreneurship used to be around it like you know 200 years ago like the butchers david the butchers and then you've got like you know like the grocery like little grocery store and like all of it used to the, the, like the little um eggs and dairy that going from the farm and all that kind of thing like it's not you know a lot of people think it's kind of like a newer thing and obviously the digital entrepreneurship side of things of course that is but it is in my mind it's almost we are like slightly reverting back to like the old style where it's now gone instead of massive multinationals which they're still going to be there of course um you know you because what it actually then says in the book is that you're able to compete with some of these bigger boys because uh, the barriers to entry are so much easier and cheaper because of online um you know you can like you can get a factory in bangladesh and sort of get things sorted within i don't know if you if you could if you already had the contacts within like an hour you could probably get things moving or a day or whatever it is and it's like you know 50 years ago it would just take well you couldn't do it basically it would you know, you, it would just cost ridiculous amounts of money so it's kind of like putting the hand the power back into the into the people because of the barriers to entry to actually utilize uh like to, to almost like, like for example you could have a million pound business on amazon from your in your boxes in your bedroom you know and like it and you don't we need do. much else <laughs> <laughs> we do uh, yeah 
And, <laughs> well, I've definitely done it. I used to get into bed at 6 p.m. with my mm. laptop and be working away. Uh, that was probably last year as well, still. Uh, been with the year before I moved away. But, you know, like, it, but it, the book was actually really, as I'm, you know, thinking now and then, I sort of like will have a little thought process of, of the book. And I'm like, you know what? It is, it is actually really, some of it is a little bit different, like talking about niches of a niche of a niche, because that's talking about building a tribe and building a brand. So obviously, not everything's going to be exactly that. It might, but it also then talks about the transition from like the industrial era and it talks about how it then went to this and went to this and and i just i don't know it just it just feels that a lot like in you know in the future there'll be a lot more niche smaller businesses specialized in a very specific area and they will have really core you know it'll be very similar remote working um maybe you'll you know you'll have meetups once a year twice a year i mean anything can happen of course but but it just but even with my you know an example could be my friend had a recruitment company uh about how old am i now (laughs) i always forget about eight years ago nine years ago and he closed it down about three or four years ago and but he and i said to him he basically he was hiring remote workers his girlfriend's lithuanian not that it relates to why i'm I'm in lithuania but you know um and her friends were like doing it remotely in lithuania and stuff like that and he was paying them based on commission only so like they get a grand if they give him a good candidate for specific roles and he then ended up getting an office and hiring staff and all that i said mate you just need to keep it remote keep your overheads down you don't need an office you don't need to be paying business rates you don't need need to be hiring three staff on salaries because now you're and his fixed costs were like eight nine grand a month Mm -hmm. just for the basics and this was like you know this was and he could you know at times he could do it but it was like the pressure's on as well which isn't good knowing you've got that pressure on and 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 i said to him why don't you just like go to like all these different you know why don't you get virtual assistants and i was saying this ages i don't surprised i even remember that i knew what they were but i did but in the end he ended up closing it down i was like mate you get virtual assistants you you get it all done like digitally you don't even have to work in the business like you can you can basically because because all of the people are going to be getting him the job so getting him bringing him the roles and he could just like train his girlfriend or something to replace him and he could go and do something else and in the end he ended up closing it down because he was the main facilitator of everything and it got to the point where he just didn't want to do it like hey I, I, i understand what you're saying i really do but my the challenge i always kind of throw back to myself is like it's all very well and good for us to sit here and comment about other people's businesses but if we if we believe we can do it better then you know what we should shut up and go and do it like you know if it's if we you know feel like if you're like i you know here's how you should run your business you're like you know that's cool don't tell me how to run my business go and create a comp- competitor and do it for me because you know like it's people sitting on the sidelines saying oh no, no, no. and you're like all different motivations all different reasonings and that's why i'm kind of like me personally i'm like it's not my place to comment about other people's businesses it's my place to learn and if they want to ask me how i improve it i will tell them but it's not i'm not going to tell them until um that's it because you know, for, for you know like so, so him you're, you're case, rather that say that than um god you rather say that than like give advice as you as you see it like you know if like as in if you're over with beers and you're just chatting and like yeah about because we used to chat about business all the time um while we're having some beers and i'll be like oh mate you, you know how much and he'd be like oh i spend like eight nine grand and some months i'm really stressed because like i've got to pay and i'm like just why do you why don't you just have them virtually and remotely and you, you link up by skype and that's kind of what i here's the thing which i say uh, two things no, I, i'm not saying that your advice is bad but generally like uh, uh, the, the analogy of you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. So you can tell the guy how to make a million, but it doesn't mean he's going to do it. So you can you can shout about what he should do until the cows come home. It doesn't matter. But the real question, which I'd say, and this is what I would prefer to do, is I prefer to ask some questions about the business. I'm going to ask them like, okay, so what's your problem? Okay, cool. Well, you've told me your problem is like, you've got a fixed payroll cost. Okay, well, quick question. Do you have uh, reoccurring income coming in? Okay, no. So why are you taking on more fixed payroll costs when you can't guarantee the income? You're just going to increase your workload every month. How could you change the 
the model so that maybe you have either reoccurring income or you reduce your fixed costs. Okay, well, we stay commission only. Cool, fantastic. I'm just asking questions because what I understand at the end of the day is it's not about me telling them because I can lead a horse to water, but I can't tell them. Even if I tell them the answer, it doesn't mean they're going to listen. But if I get them to think, that's more powerful. I guess. And also, I guess some people might, um, when you are telling them something, it's almost don't want to listen. never going to happen because they don't want, yeah. Because if you're telling them, they're like, what, like, you know, why is this guy telling me what to do? Like, I do, I'm doing it myself now, but I guess you do it in a way which is like getting him to create the answer for himself exactly yeah you know find the answer um and and i, and I think you know and, and the thing is is like you know whether it be that guy in his recruitment business you know there are a thousand ways he could have done it i'm not saying your idea was wrong or anything there are so many ways but what was really what we do know was that the way you suggested wasn't the way that he wanted to go and as a result it wasn't aligned with his vision of what he wanted to do because if it was he would have done it but for some reason he didn't so it could be the fact that maybe he was like it's not aligned with where i want to go it could have been the fact that maybe he's um He's like, oh my God, it's Luke telling me. Like, Luke doesn't run a recruitment company. What does he know? I'm not going to do what he says. That's going to fail. And maybe it's only his internal voice that's doing that. There are so many reasons and we don't know. But what I understand is that, and, I, and I've seen this many times, it's like, should I tell you the answer? Well, I can tell you the answer. It doesn't mean you're going to listen. So if I want to help you, what's the better way? How, you know, and I have this with like, I have it with my team is like, you know, the amount of times, and I'm sure you've had it with your VAs, you've told them the answer and they've still done something different. And you're like, why? I've told you what to do and you're not doing it I, I don't understand and it's because while we talk they hear something different and as a result it's not uh, and i, I say they, this yeah, like they formulate it differently in yeah they way. interpret it in a different way it's interpretation and even with the same language we interpret you know conversations differently and the interesting thing i always think about is like uh, stephen uh, stephen covey seven habits of highly effective people and i really resonate with this seek first to understand them to be understood and, uh, and kind of to flip that around is like when you're trying to tell someone something sure tell them what you're thinking but then understand how they interpreted that and ask some questions around it and then it's about you listening like oh I, I told you to hire remote staff quick question why wouldn't you hire remote staff uh, what are your you know uh, you know maybe remote staff are rubbish what do you think to that um, you're asking questions to try and understand maybe where maybe he thinks your idea is okay but he fully he doesn't agree with it and your job is to understand why he doesn't and then maybe convince him maybe not convince him but explain your argument but you can only do that by listening to what his objections are to it or interpretation very interesting I got Luke thinking so, and this is you know well it's, this is this is more Amazon related than business, but you know, you you went to a you went to a meetup in Texas, was it the other day? Yeah, so last week I was in Houston, Texas, and then I went to Tampa, Florida, and then I had three beautiful evenings in Cozumel, Mexico, which is an island, and then I came back to Mexico City. Yeah, a little trip. Was that like a private label event or? No, so um, the the Houston meetup was with an Amazon seller called um, or two, but one half of it, Amazon Lit, and I met Eric from Amazon Lit, and we probably met like fifty other sellers and Amazon Lit do like 50 million they've just done 50 million in the last 12 months on Amazon 50 million US so big 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 sellers um, but I know lots of other Amazon sellers there which was cool um, I really want to get into the US so hence networking super important and learning about the environment learning yeah. what's going on and then the Tampa event was the Proven Conference so like the Proven the Pack Course Jim Cochran his 
his uh, his community. So I went to that. That was great. Um, learned a lot about like Amazon. A lot of them do online arbitrage and retail arbitrage. So that was cool. And then I just had like three days to go sit on a beach on in an island in Mexico. And it was beautiful. Um, with, your, and also, with your hot tub and was it all all inclusive? All inclusive, <laughs> all like inclusive Marriott hotel, and I didn't pay a penny because I used Amex points to pay for the whole thing, which my arbitrage business generated for me. So it was like it's about a thousand US dollars for three nights. I didn't pay a penny, so I was really happy. It's like yeah, I actually I do I have an Amex? I have an Amex Amex Amazon card, which is oh wow, not quite the same, but but you can get like a, is it one point five percent cashback? But you get it in Amazon points mm-hmm. uh, only because I originally couldn't actually get an Amex card. So I ended up just like randomly going, oh, look, because I had like an offer. You know, sometimes you get like crap through the post or I don't know, an email. Um, and I was like, oh, an Amex Amazon. I was like, I just click the button and like two clicks later, it said, yeah, accepted. I was like, oh, okay. I don't use it, but you know, that's the only other one. And then the only other one is still the Capital on Tap card. Like still, I still find that to be, if you if you could max that out a couple of times, I, I, there is like a cycle limit on those, but uh, well, there what? was a cycle limit. What, what like card? Capital on Tap. Oh, yeah. I don't, the, the only limit you have is the fact that they limit 24. Is there a cycle limit, you're saying? Well, I this is a couple of years ago because I had a low limit. I had like three or four grand on it. Okay. Uh, and I would use it for like retail arbitrage. So I'd be going out and but in a month, I'd burn through like two and a half or three times. So I'd be burning through like 12 grand or something. But at some point, it stops work. It stopped working because you can't use it more than two and a half at the time. Two and a half times. Uh... That is the max you can use it month. Because if you imagine if you spent a million pounds on it, you kept paying it off and spent a million quid, you'd be getting all that cash back. And they I think they cap the cash back. Um, I think the most I've, I've ever got from it is like four hundred, something like three eighty a month. Oh, okay, fine. Yeah, uh, like but, we, you know, you, but you have to obviously put it, put the money through Q fours when it normally ends up being maxed yes, out. I guess we probably have. You any, we have you got any plans for this Q four specifically, or you you know thought about it yet? No, like uh, uh, if if I kind of give you a rundown, like we've just in the last thirty days we've just broken two hundred thousand pounds in sales. Um, so that's like, the UK. UK two hundred thousand pound in the last thirty days, and we've still got seventy thousand pound in the bank to spend. You know, we've got the Amazon loan, which is great. So right now, we're my team is slowly getting through it. But while we talk about Q4, I'm like, there's so much opportunity right now. And, and interesting enough, my kind of thing is like, don't get me wrong, I enjoy my Amazon business, but I enjoy it for like four hours a week. I'm not like, I need to strategically do this. I'm like, just spend the money, spend it all, get it spent, and then turn it. Like, I know you do massive bulk buying prep, and I'm like, yeah, I get that. But I'm like, if I can, if I don't have to ramp up and hold stock, I'm just like, if I can spend it and get it turned today, I'd do that today. So my goal is. Yeah, you know, I, I say well, goal. I've had to I've had to adapt with the restock, with the restock limits anyway. So yeah, but at the end of the day, I'm just They're like fine. It's just that I have yeah. a handful of basins, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So I've I've kind of done the opposite for the last couple of months. I was just gonna say yeah, I've done the opposite. I've kind of like taken a step back uh, in trying to you know f- like find shit tons of products basically and just and just get because I'm more like you know what like I'll always maximize my Q4 because I know how to and like even this year I was like well million in Q4 like you could do nothing all year and just do a million in q4 like mm-hmm. that's, that's what i'm thinking about that, that's how i'm kind of i'm still trying to judge it like you know do i for next year do i keep it simple for say six well what would that be june july like seven or eight months you know when i say keep it simple just turn over like 30 grand a month um well maybe it'd be 
be more, but let's just say 30 grand a month, making like four grand, I've bought five grand, whatever it ends up being, uh, but just basically doing no work for myself at all. Mm-hmm. And maybe it will be high. Maybe it could be 50 grand. I don't know. But whatever it would be where I'm basically not doing any work and I'm focusing on completely other things. And then I'm just focusing my energy over the Q4 period because that's where I'm like, well, the amount of effort to go into it is pretty minimal because it's I know what, you know, it doesn't take me much time really to do what I know that I need to do. And the, re- the rewards are so great. And I know maybe you could outsource all that, but but I still think that I need to do those. Like, there's certain bits that I feel like I need to do. And maybe that's, and that is sometimes what the one thing that they say limits, hind- hinders entrepreneurs. They say they're, that they the struggle to relinquish control and that stops, that stops long-term progression. Mm. So it could be that. I always come back to like my values of like, I want freedom. So like for me, yeah, I think I can do things well, but I'm like, hell man, I'm not doing this. Like my, my literally like every single month my question is how can i get out of my business like i do not want to be doing this um and as a result that's letting me relinquish control but you know i I understand what you're saying and my thoughts are that you you could do you could do like 30 50 grand for example with minimum amount of work during the month but i'm like why not just spend three months in like January to March, whatever, build a team that they keep maximizing it and you don't have to do anything. You know, like right now, you know, I said I did 200K last last 30 days. I still work two hours in that business per week. And I'm like, you've got 70 grand and that's going to get spent. And I'm like, put another 100K in there. We know how to hire the VAs. We know the system. We know the structure. It will just grow. And I'm like, that's that's what I want. I want a business that's going to grow without because I think the real value is, not the real value, the real test of you as an entrepreneur is can you build something whereby you are, becomes bigger than you and you do, it doesn't need you. I, I get that. The only thing that I mean, I do do it. Like, um, as in, if I look, if I would like showed myself four years ago, oh, yeah. what where I am, I would be like, oh wow, he's done. Like, he's outsourced tons. He's doing that. He's grown those other. You know, he's not just doing Amazon by itself, and that's it. But it has taken me like four or five years, rather than it could take me two. So I do yeah. identify that. But you got. But then I do now. think you know. But then I do think also don't rush the. Pro- I, I kind of do. I do only because a lot of people say you know patience is is the main is the main thing you need um to get through things because everything you know nothing is like that and i'm like well you know like if i i'm kind of maybe it's i'm happy if i get there but it doesn't have to be right now that's good enough for me i'd rather do it that like you know everyone has their own own choice and decision i guess and that for me is my safer mentality wise route rather than getting it all out you know because for example i spent a year with my first va from you yeah and she pretty much does everything now like i like you know even to the point where i just said all i do is i send her my purchases and they're always recurring purchases anyway so they're not new and I, it takes me like two seconds to do them and i'll literally forward the um receipt or whatever it is and i'll say hi hi jazz usual it's pretty much what i put in the in the email and I, i'd always attach the, the, the receipt and like a quick screen print if i need if they're if it's a bit difficult to identify some information or something um she'll go and do everything all the way through to the reconciliations on zero on the, yes. on the accounting Maybe. um and there's a couple of bits i do in the middle if i want to do some checks but you know majority of it's done uh plus all the account how blah 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 so it, it's it's you know three quarters of the way there it's just a couple of areas where i'm like you know what i'll i'll, I'll still do those for now but it's, it's 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 you know compared to last compared to when i didn't have any vas it, it is getting there um and i then i have a va for just my social media uh website so i she redid my website she's building a new website for me and even though i got her through you for sourcing you now do all that she she now doesn't do any anything to do with amazon at all like it was really weird like, i actually i know you know it's, it's a bit well, i'm not off topics about business stuff but um i put in a request to like 
literally look for put, to basically put a job ad for like a social media person uh, and, I, and i got a, a message back saying currently we can't find anything we need to up you need to up the salary you need to up the requirement salary so that you can get and i said that's okay up it to whatever i said uh, and then she came back and said oh uh, we're still looking we're still looking blah, blah blah and then i was like oh, okay so what do i do you know do i and then i just opened up my literally i got like a va two weeks ago and i opened up her cv and i was just i was just i don't know what i was doing i was just looking through it and i was like it's basically this this is this cv is basically like a social media manager or whatever you want to call it and i was like then i just said i said jazz do you just want to do my social media stuff instead and she was like yeah okay so basically i, I now got one for the same cost as a as a sourcing um and the, I, I have given like a little bit of a bonus here and there for like completing the whole website and stuff because i i, I wouldn't be well maybe i would have been able to do it taking me ages but i ended so i've kind of like tweaked it that way and i have a sourcing so i've got a sourcing one that does all the admin and then the social media no, it's good and i think you know as much as i talk about like outsourcing doing it all yeah i'm a big believer in like you're living your own life like don't do something because i tell you to do it do it because you want to do it that's aligned with your values you're like if you take what i'm saying to the extreme then my god i should be trying to compete with mark zuckerberg and building the biggest you know or like jeff bezos and like be the biggest business yeah. in the world like but that isn't an ambition of mine that isn't something that interests me i just want freedom that's what i value um but again it's about you know look at other people what they do understand if it aligns with what you want and then learn from them um and if you know if you want 20 vas or two vas that's cool and if you want to be part of the purchasing and that's what you really love or sourcing fantastic and we know people who love sourcing in amazon they keep doing it and they have vas to do everything else they just find the deals yeah. but it's hey it's cool it's like yeah, the one thing i create I your own life is that... okay fine so before we wrap this up tom is there anything else that you would like to add to our beautiful listeners <laughs> so i was just <laughs> trying would, to muck around what, with the ending there <laughs> what would you like me to add any wisdom <laughs> Or advice for um, maybe either i don't know people that are interested in either getting started in a business or some people that i don't know maybe some advice for selling on amazon any you know anything that you might be able to just help because I, I, the, you know, the reason I did this podcast as well is that ultimately maybe there's like some tidbits that you know we can take away from each episode, um, either either similar across the board with every interview or, or complete or, or different specific to each person. So you know, if you yeah, don't, I, think, I know I put you on the spot, Tom. So. No, 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 it's cool. I think look, whether it be selling on Amazon or anything else, you know, what what advice can I offer to someone who either is thinking about getting started or started? Is first of all define what you want. Like it doesn't matter if you don't really exactly know. Obviously, the more clarity you have on that the more the easier it is but don't just you know redefine what you want why do i say that because it's easy to look at other people and see what they're doing and say i want you know that looks great and it isn't actually what you want because then you'll realize that down the line it's not you know like that's not what we want so really ask that tough question and it's a, it's a hard question it takes time and i'm still asking it now even after five years but keep redefining that question what do i want what's the goals what's measurable and then once you understand that then find people who are doing it and just copy them and i'm a big believer and i've said it today you know in this in this interview you know kiss keep it simple like you know i think it was like bill gates or someone or einstein said like any fool can make something complex but it takes a smart man to keep it simple so really define what you want find other people and then just do that um and hey you know don't stress about it you know it's your life don't you don't have to have 50 vas you don't even have to have two do what's going to make you happy you know you said it here at the end of the day when you're on your deathbed and you have the option you want to look back on your life and go did did i did i live a fulfilled life and if that means that you're going to have to earn 500 us dollars for the next year you know per month um because you're working on your dreams and what you're going to do but that's fine it's absolutely fine it's your life live it how you want to do make it a productive one make it one that you when you are on that deathbed you're like wow you know define what you want copy other people and then just 
keep it simple. That's it. Or maybe you could be like, oh, damn it, I didn't do anything I wanted. Well, maybe the reincarnation can sort me out next time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that'd be, that would be like, damn, man, I wasted, I wasted a, a really good life. Um, and I think also don't get stressed. Like, you know, I'm so, 35, any- you're like 32. We, um, we're, still, we're still very young. We're still very young. So anyone that wants to, you know, maybe either get in contacts and look at your look at look at what else you do as in maybe at fast track fba or something like that what's the best way or route or i don't know social media platform to get uh, in contact with you anything really uh facebook fast track uh, sorry website fast track fba.com uh, facebook fast track fba youtube is probably the biggest one we're on fast track fba instagram i think we just joined twitter recently we might even be on tiktok one day um we'll see how it goes but you, any of those options you can see it if you are interested in learning about amazon you can do our free course on our website fasttrackfba.com or if you want to learn different bits youtube as well we'll do lots of it including interviews with yourself luke on our youtube channel of course yes <laughs> although we haven't done one for a long time i don't think it, yeah it was about a year ago i think yeah but yes yeah th- thanks for joining us tom it's been great having you on and uh yeah so uh stay tuned for the next episode bye